0: I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life with never ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. We are talking about something I really, we have not shared on the show before, and that is acne. Now it's gross and not fun to talk about. However, everyone gets it, adults, uh, kids. And so let's talk about it. So I have, uh, my guest today is Dr. Yug Varma. And before I bring Dr. Yug on, I'm going to give you a little bit of background and uh, he is going to tell us. All the things that we need to know about microbiomes, microbiology, acne, maybe how to fix it. So, um, Dr. Varma is a PhD and is uh, the co founder and CEO of Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic, probiotic acne system. He has 10 plus years of microbiome research experience, including an extensive background in bioorganic chemistry, microbiology, and synthetic biology. Dr. Varma received his scientific training at several distinguished academic institutions, including Johns Hopkins University, where he got his PhD, the University of California, San Francisco, um, is also another school he went to. His scientific work has been published in many prestigious journals, including Nature. Dr. Varma's mission is to change the way we treat chronic bacterial diseases and is working tirelessly to achieve this goal with a microbiome-based technology platform. He is passionate about promoting scientific literacy and devotes a significant amount of time demystifying microbiome research and making the latest research accessible to the general public. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Yogi Varmel. my slot microbiome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hey, Heather. It's great to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. I'm so happy for you to be here Um, before we dive in to all things science, because that's a lot of science. um, Let's do our uh, icebreaker, which is what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory?
1: Oh, um, I think (laughs) my favorite cookie is so I'm originally from India where we don't we call cookies biscuits
0: okay and they're
1: crisper <laughs> and they're right. smaller, right. um and and we usually have them with tea uh it's it's very sort of british yes. or british adjacent um so you know i'm going to limit myself to cookies as they are you know familiar as people are familiar with them in, in the us so i think my favorite cookie is probably gonna say chocolate and peanut butter I mean that's an unbeatable combination and um one of my favorite memories is making um cookies for my kids with my kids uh I think there were three at the time to the extent that they could help me (laughs) which was basically uh be quite messy and then try to steal cookie dough when I wasn't looking um and making cookies for Santa um, oh, yeah, yeah. making cookies on uh, Christmas Eve and then having them steal a few and then, you know, they come back the next morning and Santa's taken a bite out of some cookies and half the milk is gone. It's great, <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's so fun. kids making kids um cookie making cookies with the kids at holidays is always something I like to do. My kids sneak the handful of chocolate chips behind my back and just like, Shove them in, and then I look, and they've got chocolate on their face, and I'm like, "What'd you do?" Nothing. I'm like, mm, "You sure? Sure about that?" Look <laughs> in the mirror. Uh, but it's a fun thing. Um, but that's what it's all about. What would be your favorite biscuit then? If it is something, that's.
1: Mm. All right. Um. There's a chocolate chip biscuit called. Um, what's it called? It no, it's called Choco Lush. It's pretty good.
0: Okay. And that's yeah. something that's like Indian in culture.
1: Yeah, it's just an Indian brand, and uh, it's it's actually Cadbury's, I think, which is British. <laughs> but
0: okay, well that yeah. makes sense. Well, thank you for that. And so you mentioned you have kids. Um, how old are they?
1: So I have twin boys. They're both ten, and they're you know rapidly approaching puberty, which is interesting because I've. I own an acne company and I have done a lot of acne research. So hopefully I can protect or sort of deflect them from the throes of uh, full on pimples and, and all of the uh, insecurities and anxieties it brings. You know, It's really rough that acne hits you when it does because almost all of us get it. Most of us get it when we're teenagers and it's a really rough time in your life, not rough, but it's a delicate time in your life when you're trying to figure out who you are, you're trying to fit in with, you know, your crew, you're finding your friend group. And then this thing comes and it's on your face. You can't hide exactly. it. Um, it, It, you know, when, and unfortunately in teenage years, you start to realize, oh, looks are important. You know, m- what am I wearing? How do I look um, becomes really important and you have this thing on your face that you're ashamed of, that you can't hide, you think it's your fault. You know, we've had, I'll relate to you, um, a customer of ours who came to us and she was like, you know, my kid is, my son is the sweetest kid. He's really, you know, had lots of friends, He's just a sweet guy and then he got acne and he just became a recluse like he wouldn't want to go to school he wouldn't want to um Aww. play sports you know his grades tanked he just refused to even leave his room you know even to his family he just felt uh separated from them and she was beside herself she said i i don't even know who this kid is anymore because he's just a sweet kid and now this has kind of really wrecked his sense of self and um you know there was a study in the UK that showed that um kids with acne have 63% higher chance of mental health problems than uh, kids without. Um, And that's nearly two thirds higher. So it's it's a huge problem, not just the sort of skin surface problem, but I think it goes deeper and and it touches kind of to the core of who we are, but also our mental health.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, you're very self-conscious about it. Even as adults, when you get one, you're just like, you know, there's makeup for that, or, you know, there's things to do. I, I had, um, it wasn't really acne, but in college I started getting, uh, what was now we know a staph infection, but it looked like bad acne for a minute. And it was then turned into open sores and it would spread very quickly, but it was just like, I didn't want to leave. Cause it's just right there on your face. I couldn't put anything on it. It just, and and when you're going to college and you're trying to find yourself as well, it, it's just a very social and it, it, it adds to the social anxiety for sure. And then of course, when you said like, I have a nine-year-old, I've noticed he's gotten like one here or there, probably just from dirt being built up, I'm assuming, but um, that's something that's going to come. And it's always around, like you said, the time of puberty and they're awkward, their voices are changing. So already self-conscious enough. And then that, so what causes acne? I mean, we know that like dirt, grime, makeup, those types of things. We know that hormones, sometimes when you do it, when you take something out of your diet, your body reacts in that way. There's lots of different things. So what creates it?
1: Yeah, that's, I think that's a great question. It's a fundamental place to start, right? Because you need to understand what's going on on your skin that's causing this change if you are to fix it and and sort of go back and and go back to a state of health. So the first observation is kids don't get acne, right? You're you're never a five year old who's like fully breaking out. Um, And that's because the fundamental core of acne is the overgrowth of this one bacterium. It's called QT bacterium acnes or C acnes. Um, And this bacterium just doesn't exist on our skin in in a significant amount when we're young. it's it's got to do with the way our skin is and the nutrients on the skin and so on. What changes around puberty, which is when you start getting acne, is that you start getting colonization of your skin by this organism. And that is because your hormones, whether you're a boy or a girl, your your hormones start changing the, the landscape of your skin. Your pores become deeper, usually you have hair growth, um, and it starts firing off the sebaceous glands. And these are glands on our face and our upper chest and our upper back, which is our acne zone. Um, And these sebaceous glands start pumping out sebum, which is this natural oil that your body produces to lubricate your skin. Now, unfortunately, the sebum is also the perfect food for this one bacteria, which is uniquely suited to eating sebum and living off of it. So the foods there, the bacteria colonizes and your skin's never seen it before. Right. So now there's an imbalance in your microbiome. Your skin is seeing something that it's never seen before. And it starts to produce inflammation to try and kill this bacterium that it has to kind of make peace with and and really equilibrate with over time. And so when your body throws out this inflammation that shows up as pimples and zits, and that's basically acne.
0: And is that, that sebum stuff that you were talking about, is that what makes your skin like what they say oily?
1: Yeah, it's just a natural oil that your skin produces. Now everyone has a different uh, level that they produce, right? Um, And everyone has different strains of this bacteria. So some strains of this bacteria will grow and not cause inflammation. Some of them grow a little bit and cause a lot of inflammation. Um, And so there's been research that's been done to show that people with healthy skin have predominantly a few strains that are associated with health, and people with acne skin have some strains that are just really virulent and, and cause a lot of inflammation but you know to your point earlier where you, you said hey acne is caused by a bunch of stuff that's absolutely right right so acne is affected by diet and stress and hormones and genetics and and you know basic hygiene but those are all secondary factors because basically what needs to be uh, needs to happen for acne to start is your pore gets clogged and these act these bacteria grow in anaerobic conditions so they need a lack of oxygen in order to grow so once your pore gets clogged with dead skin or dirt or, you know, just like a a mixture of biofilm and sebum and debris, that's perfect growing conditions for this bacteria. And then if it eats the sebum and overgrows, then it causes inflammation. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the time washing your face, that's why it has a positive effect on acne. You're just unclogging your pores and flooding them with oxygen to prevent the growth of this bacteria. But, you know, diet, for example, is, is a secondary factor. So we all have trigger foods, right? For you, it may be chocolate. For me, it may be spicy food. For someone else, it may be you know, oily food or fried food. But whatever our trigger food is, if we eat that in a certain amount or in excess, then our body uh, changes the amount of sebum it produces on its skin. And that's just a cascade effect. But the, the, the end result is that the bacteria sees more food and overgrows, right? Uh, stress, obviously you sweat more, you use, uh, you uh, produce more sebum and you uh, encourage the growth of bacteria. Hormones, whether it's your hormone cycle or your hormones affecting how much sebum you produce, again, it's, it's causing the bacterial overgrowth. And with genetics, you know, some people have big pores, some people have small pores, some people have oily skin and dry skin. Now, a lot of people think that Having oily skin is the problem and and because oil is the food for the bacteria, drying out your skin is the solution. Um, it's It's an indirect way to affect the bacteria, but it has a problem because the sebum is natural and it's meant to it, it has an important function on your skin. It helps to prevent moisture loss. It's a moisture barrier. It keeps your skin hydrated and lubricated. It also prevents uh, early aging and fine lines and wrinkles by hydrating the layers of your skin. So it's really, really important. And when you dry out your skin, not only will you have chronic dryness, and so you'll have you know, cracked skin, dry skin, always need to use extra moisturizer, to replenish what you've lost, but you're also going to, you know, in 10 years, look around and say, wow, my skin is really much worse than other people my age. Um, And that's because the dryness really takes a toll. So what if you could just kill the bacteria, that one bacteria that's causing a problem and not any of the healthy bacteria, and you can sweat as much as you want, you can work out as much as you want, you can eat foods that you like, and that changes the amount of sebum, but because your bacteria are under control, you're never going to have that overgrowth and never going to have acne.
0: Yeah, I mean that would be definitely the thing that would solve the problem because you also get different reactions to like. For me, I have been using the same product on my face for forever, and it now all of a sudden I use it one time, I'm dry for days, and it's all in one spot, and I'm like, I feel so dry. I'm like, well, I never had that problem before, mm-hmm. and so. Then you got to try and find something new. So, all of these skincare products and have all these different steps when really you're saying it's all about just the biology of it and the face washes. I mean, yes, you have to wash your face, keep it clean, keep it open, but it's, you know, almost negatively impacting your skin because it's actually causing more of a problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel like so much of uh, skincare and, and skin regimens are taking away things that your body naturally produces that are good for you and then selling you products to put that stuff back.
0: Stay in <laughs> business, got <can't> make money.
1: <laughs> yeah. And sure, like you know, if you gotta sell products, that's fine. But you know, our philosophy is a minimalist approach. We want to cause as little disturbance to your skin as possible and where we are making a change, we wanna make a change only that's very intentional, that's very directed and that that is there for a reason. So we're lowering the amount of this bacteria so that it has a positive effect. We don't really wanna touch as much anything else. And that's why we only have three products. We only have a very minimal regimen that you can easily use, incorporate into your daily life. And that really gets out of your way and, and gets you to, gets to work so that you can have healthy skin and, and you can live the rest of your life um, on your terms.
0: Right. And so when so a lot of people will take like probiotics to rid out bacteria in some in some forms. So what is the difference between like a pre a pro and a postbiotic? And is that something that um, also takes effect?
1: Yeah, so um, you know your microbiome is like a garden or like a forest, right? And the forest provides you benefits, like the trees produce oxygen, and the the uh, uh, you know floor of the forest produces nutrients, and and maybe there's you know fruits and and, and stuff that that benefit you, right? Um, so the benefit that you get from having this rainforest on your skin is the the stuff that it produces, right? Um, so in the case of the skin microbiome, that would be preventing your skin from being colonized by anything else, you know, because you're always touching stuff, right? There's bacteria on every surface. You're touching soil. You're you're playing with your kids. You're going to the playground, whatever. Um, you're always touching things that have bacteria on it. And it's a minor miracle that this stuff isn't sprouting on our skin every day. That's in large part because of the skin microbiome that protects us. And it protects us often by producing these molecules that are postbiotics, right? So that's the ultimate benefit. Um, So if you wanted the benefit without the microbiome, you could strip the microbiome, right? You could just put hand sanitizer all over your body and then just apply a bunch of postbiotics to get that benefit of what you've lost. The problem with that is a lot of postbiotics are unstable and need to be produced at the right time in the right place. And also we don't know what all the postbiotics are that we need, right? It's, it's a forest, it, we can't categorize, oh, this molecule and that molecule, and you know, we'll put 20 things together, 50 things. We don't even know how many things we need to put together to replace some a natural system. So that's what postbiotics are, right? So you want the benefit for the postbiotics. How do you tend to that? the best way is to have a healthy rainforest, have a healthy garden, right? And the the organisms, the trees that make up this forest are the probiotics, right? So you can plant the probiotics or if they're already there, you can fertilize them, right? Mm -hmm. So if you plant new trees, that's taking probiotics. So they're living organisms that you're applying to your skin to add to your microbiome and hoping that they'll stay there, they'll engraft and they'll live there and multiply and you know, live in this community. Um, and so if you already have those trees, but they're sickly and they're low in number, and you just want to increase the number of them, right? So again, in this analogy, these are good bacteria on your skin that you just want to encourage the growth of them specifically over the growth of other, you know, less useful bacteria, then you you add what's called prebiotics, which is basically nutrients that selectively encourage the growth of certain probiotics. So that's kind of the analogy. Prebiotics are the fertilizer or the you know, good soil that you put into the forest to help it grow. The probiotics are the trees that are already growing. So you can add trees to it, you know, just like we take a probiotic supplement or, you know, they have topical ones. And then why are you doing all this is because you can get a benefit out of the rainforest. And those are the postbiotics, those molecules that these trees, this community is producing, that protect your skin, keep it healthy, give it certain benefits. Um, and you know that's the whole ecosystem.
0: Oh wow! So I mean that was a very good visual for sure because you hear and you marketing right marketing's great and the packaging and everyone needs a prebiotic a probiotic um, you know if you're constipated they say to give you a probiotic to like get that healthy going. And so it's like, there's a lot of different, it works in different ways. And so for the skin, we have to also remember our skin is like our largest, is the largest organ on the body. So it is a living, breathing thing. It's not like it's enclosed in our body. It's the external one. Mm -hmm. So we still have to take care of it, like our heart and our liver and our kidneys and all the things, right?
1: Absolutely. And it's it's your biggest organ, uh, largest surface area. It's also your heaviest organ. so it, and, and it's your interface to the outer world. Um, You'll be so much of the world through our skin. Um, there's so much going in and out from our skin um, that, that really affects us and also the external world. So it's really important to take care of your skin and not to mention that your skin is basically the, uh, the canvas of your external self, Right it's your face, it's your body, it's, you know, it's, it's all the parts of you that did you see and other people see as well.
0: Absolutely. So you run an acne company, like an acne prevention company. You have a skincare or is that what you want to call it? Cause we, we were kind of going through that before. So tell us how your system is different than all these other ones. Cause even kids that have like really bad acne, they'll go on like Accutane, which mm-hmm. There's a whole string of things that go well. It's 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 a drug, right? So it's yeah. your side effects for everything. But um, how do we avoid even those types of scenarios? And how do, does this also help with like major acne problems?
1: Yeah. So you know, like I said, the main cause of acne is this one back, bad bacteria that overgrows and causes a problem, right? Um, and because it's a bacterial problem, all the solutions for acne that we have are antibacterial in nature, whether it's benzoyl peroxide or antibiotics or even retinoids. The problem with all these solutions is that they're nonspecific. So they don't discriminate. They kill everything. They kill the good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. So it's like taking a rainforest and turning it into, into a desert. Uh, The problem with that is not only do these products deliver extremely harsh side effects, we're talking redness, dryness, irritation. um, And in the case of retinoids, it can be birth defects, depression, suicide, you know, extremely dry skin, really harsh side effects. But in addition to these side effects, there's also this chronic state of relapse. So this is the most common experience that people with acne have is they try a product, they're super excited, it's a bit harsh, but they keep with it. And for a couple of months, it works. And then after a couple of months, it stops working because their acne comes roaring back and this stuff just isn't working anymore. And the reason is, is that these harsh products have depleted the microbiome they've killed the good bacteria to the extent that it's not a protective layer on your skin anymore it can't protect you against the bad bacteria growing back over and over again oh. and it gets to a point where the bad bacteria is growing back more and more aggressively and it's it's just not working anymore so you know our approach was completely so let me different. stop you there
0: real quick though so can your skin produce that layer back if you were to stop using that product that's causing the issue?
1: Uh, over time, hopefully, uh, but because you've created such an imbalance in your microbiome, it's very difficult to predict what level of balance your microbiome will come back in, right? Okay. And so okay. it could, it it will always come back, but when it comes back, it could be in a chronic state of imbalance that if that balance is not corrected, you'll just keep getting, you know, chronic problems. You'll be you'll have sensitive skin, you'll be susceptible to things like eczema or you know all sorts of other bacterially caused skin diseases because your skin microbiome is not calibrated to health. It's not in a balanced state.
0: Okay, makes sense. Okay.
1: So you know our approach was, you know, I've been I, I to, to date I've been studying the microbiome for 12 years. I came from academia and I was studying this. Um, and, and you know, I came across this very powerful technology called bacteriophages or phages. Um, now, what are phages? They're harmless, tiny viruses that live all over us and all over the world. They're in seawater, they're in soil, they're a natural part of our ecosystem and billions of phages pass through our body every day. So they're incredibly harmless to us. They don't really interact with our cells, but they are nature's best defense against bacteria. So um, their superpower is that they're extremely good at killing bacteria, but more than that, they're extremely specific. So each phage is tuned to its host of one bacteria that it kills, and it cannot kill any other bacteria that it comes across. So we took the C acne phage, a phage that kills this, you know, acne bacteria that lives on our skin, and we showed that it you know in, in a complex community of skin bacteria we can drop this thing in and it reduces the level of c acne's but it doesn't affect the growth of any of the good bacteria right what's really interesting is there was a study done in 2016 looking at healthy skin and acne skin and looking at the microbiomes and seeing what is something that's systematically different? So that maybe we can predict who's going to get acne in the future, or we can say, oh, you know, you have acne because there's this, you know, bacteria kind of off the charts, and we know that this is associated with acne. Mm-hmm. The only consistent link they could find was the presence of phages, these phages that kill C acnes on healthy skin, and their almost complete absence on acne skin. So what does this mean? It means that, you know, we all have those annoying friends who have perfect skin, never, you know, they don't take a shower, they don't take care of their skin, eat what they want and they have perfect skin. And the rest of us, you know, are on the straight and narrow, toiling hard, you know, watching our diet, applying, you know, skincare religiously and we still get breakouts. And we're like, you know, what's wrong with us? Why are we cursed? Well, the answer is that, These people, these annoying friends of ours probably have this phage naturally on their skin um, that's keeping their microbiome in balance, preventing the overgrowth of this acne bacteria. And so what we decided to do is democratize this amazing organism. Uh, We decided to put it in a bottle so that everyone can have the benefit of this on their microbiome, recalibrate in a natural way and uh, get healthy skin for life.
0: Uh, Well, hey, I mean, why not? those lucky people, you know, everyone's got that thing. So what does your system look like? Is it a bunch of steps? Is it, um, cause that's also something that these skincare lines, they have so many steps and so many things. And it's like, it, it's exhausting. And for busy moms, like me, or we're busy in general, like no one wants to, um, put something in place. That's going to be time-consuming and over-complicated, right? So is it easy to do these things and, and use this?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have a three-step regimen, it's very simple and it's pretty much would replace, you know, something that you already are using but by being much more effective. So uh, we start with, a we have a cleanser, a serum and a moisturizer. So our cleanser is a gel cleanser, it's non-foaming and it's not, it doesn't strip your skin of oils.
0: Is there a um, difference between having a foam versus a, a gel?
1: A lot of foaming cleansers um, will strip your skin of oils. And so, you know, after you use the cleanser and then you pat your skin dry, so your skin will feel tight. And that's because of this natural sebum and all of that has been stripped out.
0: Um, and when, now, you pat, when you, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, sorry, I was just going to say, um, Because our cleanser is non-foaming and gentle, if you have a lot of makeup or if you have a lot of stubborn dirt on your skin, we recommend that you use a gentle cleanser before you use our cleanser, just because it's not going to be like extremely uh, uh, sort of penetrative and extremely harsh. So, um, if you you have a
0: a white, yeah, do you use like exfoliator or a towel to, and when you said pat dry, it's better to pat dry your face. Do you use like a regular towel, a microfiber towel? Is there other things that you can implement to help?
1: Um, use a towel that, you know, works with your skin. So some people have sensitive skin and microfiber is better. Some people have, you know, skin that is pretty rugged and resilient and it doesn't matter for them as much, um, you know, and, um, the cle- what the cleanser will do is, it's formulated with salicylic acid and tea tree oil. Um, and what it'll do is it'll open up the pores, it'll very gently exfoliate and it'll prepare your skin to receive the serum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you apply the cleanser, you wash it off, um, and then you apply the serum. Um, the serum has our secret sauce. It has the live active phages that will go to work on your skin and start rebalancing your microbiome um, from day one. So, we recommend that you apply this twice a day, uh, morning and night, for best results. And we see, you know, for, with many of our customers, we see results really fast, but we never talk about how fast you see results because no, acne, it was different. And acne is a chronic disease, right? You're going to deal with acne on a scale of months and years. And you need a product, unlike those other harsh products, that you can apply to your skin for months and years that balances your microbiome, keeps it there, and really takes care of your skin, right? So you're building a relationship with your skin. And um, we want people to have clear skin for life. So we don't want people to be super encouraged or... Uh, like over-enthusiastic or discouraged if they don't see results overnight because the whole approach that we have is to calibrate your microbiome to health and then keep it there. So um, we see great results, you know, almost everyone sees great results in the first eight weeks, first two months. And then what we want is for you to be regular with it. Consistent use really brings out the best
0: results. Right. Right. And there's products out there. Um, like a, when, when I was a kid and it, our go-to was like Neutrogena or proactive, which proactive was like that big, it was it's very harsh on your skin as well, but it worked. It works. Um, but they, I remember, I think it was foam, but that's still, is this something that's trying to replace the, I mean, I don't know what was in them. I'm no scientist, but that's just those types of products are are geared towards, um, adolescents, parents of adolescents. Um, is this something that we should start now and how old should you be? Like my nine-year-old, for instance, like, is it, is it safe for someone to use before that? Like what's the pros and cons of that?
1: Yeah, so ProActive has benzoyl peroxide, and benzoyl peroxide is basically a form of bleach. Um, and you'll see that because if you ever get benzoyl peroxide on colored clothing, it will bleach your clothes, right? Um, and just like bleach, it kills bacteria, but it kills all bacteria. So, you know, it's that same problem of you, you're turning your rainforest into a desert, and that has severe consequences later on in your life. So... Um, the great thing is because our product is basically, you know, we we basically took phages that are on healthy skin, that live on healthy skin for a long period of time. And so their safety profile, their safety is, is just really amazing. As a result, you can use it for, you know, we have our customers using it on, you know, pre-adolescence to, you know, prematurely, not prematurely, but in advance uh, recalibrate the microbiome so that the problem stops before it starts. We um, are the only or one of the only acne products that you can safely use when you're pregnant or breastfeeding, because yes. you get acne when you're pregnant, your hormones are, you know, um, uh, all over the place and um, that affects your skin. Um, and so, you know, we're very proud to serve these communities uh, because um all of the you know everyone's looking with acne is looking for a solution and it's really disappointing uh especially for parents when they go out and try to find a solution for their kid and they're very surprised and disappointed to learn that nothing's changed in the 30 or 40 years since they had acne you know when they were kids and they remember how miserable they were on acne medication whether it's accutane or even benzoyl peroxide or antibiotics So they're now faced with the only choice being going to a dermatologist and still getting the same stuff that they had, right? And, um, you know, for me, it was really surprising when I first started with acne uh, to learn that nothing's changed in 40 years. We haven't had a new drug in 40 years. And um, that means that we're using outdated research, Microbiome research has taken us so far, we wanted to use and incorporate the most um, advanced and up-to-date research and science into our product, so that people can have the benefit, they can have a choice and they no longer have to settle for side effects or relapses as just a course of treating their acne.
0: Absolutely, and I've also noticed too, um, some toothpaste will cause it right around your mouth if you get like if you don't get it, and a lot of them have the like just lots of like charcoal in it or the is it the peroxide that's in it i think um that ca- can cause acne around your mouth and so if you change so i've had that before and i've changed my toothpaste it, it works mm-hmm. so you just there's just things out all over the place
1: yeah i mean you know if you just drill down to the mechanism if if whatever the toothpaste is doing is affecting your microbiome and it's maybe killing the good bacteria. So the bad bacteria get really aggressive, or if it's encouraging the growth of bad bacteria, that is what is causing the problem. And so when you take that away, it fixes the problem. And, and we're seeing that over and over again.
0: Absolutely. So what, what's the um, skincare called? Where can we find this magical thing? And And, and- Tell us where we, sell us all the things for that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my company's name is Phyla, P-H-Y-L-A. Um, and you can find us online at phylobiotics.com. Um, there we have the science, our clinical trial that we ran, um, and, and a lot of information on what causes acne, how you can sort of um, solve it, and, and you know the different ways in which you can solve it with other products. and and how Phyla is different. So it's really meant as a resource for anyone who's curious about, you know, solving their acne or curious about impending acne for their kid um, to educate themselves and make the the best choice for themselves. Uh, On phylabiotics.com, you can also get our products. So we are, you know, D2C and and we are uh, selling our products to our website only. Um, And then we're on socials. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at PhylaBiotics. So you can find us there um, join our communities, learn more about acne and, um, you know, we'll try to help you any way we can.
0: Amazing. And, and if you're listening to this and you're interested in picking up this product, I personally am going to go grab it and try it because I think that if it's more natural, the better, uh, cause we're always trying to find the most natural way to do things. Um, you guys are offering a code C N C 20, if you were to use that code, um, you can get twenty percent off of the product.
1: Yeah, we're we're you know happy to provide your listeners with this twenty percent off code because we think that everyone should have the the option of you know uh, being acne free without having to compromise your skin health with side effects or the, the, just the disappointment that comes with the stuff not working after a while and getting relapses. So, um, we'd love for your listeners to take advantage of this offer, learn more about phylobiotics and, you know, choose the best path for their skin.
0: Absolutely. And I really do encourage you to go and check out the show notes and get all the information and do your research, because this is something that we all experience, whether we like to talk about it or not. I mean, I personally experience it. And you're always just trying to figure out how to fix it. And then maybe we're trying to at least rule out, we can at least rule out what's putting on our body. We can maybe, you know, then go to the diet or the toothpaste or whatever it is that we, you know, and start ruling things out. Just like when we're trying like a health and wellness program, you rule out things, food sensitivities, same type of thing. So um, I really encourage you to go check it out um, and take a peek. And I really appreciate you being here. And giving us all of this information and educating us because I learned so much from this conversation, honestly.
1: Thank you so much, Heather. It's been a real pleasure. I've really enjoyed this chat and um, I hope your listeners got some value out of it.
0: Absolutely. And thank you again for, for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. Please go check out Dr. Varma and uh, e- and Ante- oh, oh my goodness gracious, we've been talking a while. Um, Phyla by Bi- what is it?
1: Phylobiotics.
0: Biobiotics. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, Cause I've got all these other terms in my head. And so please go take um, a, a peek at that. Go pick up your own uh, set of skincare. And I will keep you guys informed on my socials on how it's working. I'm going to go take a test. I will tag all the things. And uh, again, thank you so much, Dr. Barber, for being here. And, uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the chaos and cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of chaos and cookies.